and welcome to Nintendo Nightly, your Monday through Friday source for everything Nintendo. My name is Michael Cottrell, and we've got a show for you today with some news and some Nintendo stuff. My boy, it's coming right up now. But before we get into that, if this is the first episode that you're seeing or listening to, we are doing an SNES Classic Edition giveaway, so if you're interested in getting one of those bad boys, we are giving two away. One to those who subscribe to a couple channels on our Gleam link, and one exclusively to our Patreon supporters. So if you want to learn more about that, there is a link to an explanation video, as well as those links I talked about for how to sign up and make your entry. The uh, entries are going to be closing up in just a few days, so if you're interested, go ahead and uh, click on those links now. Today on the show, we got a couple of mobile updates and a couple of Switch updates for you. So let's start with the mobile stuff. Fire Emblem has been updated. That is Fire Emblem Heroes on the iOS devices and on Android devices. The bite-sized Fire Emblem game where you would take four of your favorite Fire Emblem All-Stars into battle and duke it out in various different challenges and stuff. The game has been updated to have a bunch of new modes. There's some that I haven't even had the chance to try. It used to be a daily ritual for me to play this game while I was, you know, waiting in line for um, uh, for Chick-fil-A or while I was waiting on an Uber. It, it became something that I kind of incorporated into my, my daily life. I, I love Fire Emblem and sometimes it's nice to be able to play those games but not in the uh, the matches that are in the traditional games, which can take like 30 minutes sometimes. Having that in a bite-sized fashion was really nice, and I liked having this dream team of Fire Emblem characters where I could take Robin and put him up with Roy and Ike and uh, Alm and all my different favorite characters, including the obscure ones like Matthew from the uh, GBA game, who's one of my favorite guys. They added a bunch of new features, my favorite being the honeydew I've always had for the game where when you do the daily quests, it it tells you what to do, but then you have to close that menu, go into the play menu, find exactly what it was talking about, and then do the mission that way. Now there's a convenient go button that you can just click on and jump right into things. They added a lot of content since I last played this game, so if you've been curious about the game and haven't had a chance to try it, it's a great time to jump in. Otherwise, if you have played it and it sort of lapsed like I have, it's a good time to check it out again and see is there anything worth uh, playing for you? I know I'm gonna dive in a little bit this weekend and uh, see see if it hooks me again. The one disclaimer I have to give to those of you who haven't played the game yet is that there are microtransactions present in this game. The way that you get characters is by obtaining orbs. You get that usually through completing quests and story missions, but you can also purchase them. The exchange rate from dollars to orbs is an absolute ripoff. Please don't do that unless you wanna kick the developers and Nintendo a little bit of money. Uh, I did that, I, I spent about $10 because I, I enjoyed the game and uh, wanted to give back a little bit to, to that and tell them, yes, I, I do like content like this, make more of it. However, I hate that they're in that game and I hate that this is becoming more of a games thing that even our $60 premiere titles like Battlefront 2 are getting microtransactions in them. It, it just kills me a little bit on the inside and it kills me more on the inside that Nintendo's starting to do it too. Though it's, it's not as bad in Fire Emblem as it can be in other games. That being said, there was a gentleman who spent $1,000 looking for Hector and never got him. So, so there's that. That sucks. Stop putting microtransactions in your games. Decide a fair price, charge us that price. They're looking for the whales. They're looking for the whales. In other mobile news, Pokemon Go is having an AR photo competition. 
The augmented reality feature that's in the game is that thing that you had turned on default and you probably turned off to save battery life or because it didn't work half the time. It's time to turn that back on, screenshot that bad boy, and post that on Instagram. Check out the rules and prizes and all that stuff on Pokemon Go's website if you're interested. Also, we've probably got the Halloween event and the Generation 3 launch incoming soon. There's a lot of speculation around that, so if you are interested in Pokemon Go, it's time to get ready to catch some Mons, you know? <laughs> so between this Mario run and Fire Emblem Heroes, there's a lot to play on Nintendo Mobile this month. Let's jump over to the Switch stuff. So we've got a couple of six... So we've got a couple of accessories that I want to talk about. Let's start with the first one, the one that I'm uh, most interested in, the Oho. The Oho is a projector for the Nintendo Switch. You dock it just like you do in the normal Nintendo branded dock, except it will project the image out onto a wall and play a little sound from the speaker that's there. And it has the capacity to, to play that for four hours and charge your Switch console. Conceptually, it sounds cool, but it does not exist yet. They're doing an Indiegogo campaign to fund the thing, and they're starting that on October 24th if you're interested. Or if you're skeptical like me, you'll wait until they want to charge money for it, and then you'll check a review, and then you'll see what you think about it. But maybe when the time comes, we'll do a review. Do you guys want to see reviews? I, I don't know if that's something that you, you would want from this channel. Let me know in the comments if you would like to know my opinion about some of this stuff, and I'll see you, you know, about reaching out to those guys, seeing if I can get review copies or going on by them. If, you know, I, I can do that and not go poor. You know, let me know. The next couple of accessories that I want to talk about are coming from Nyko. The first is the boost pack that they have. It, it looks a little bit awkward, but it plugs into the bottom of your Switch, so if you're looking for sort of an all-in-one solution to charging your Switch and not having to go through a battery pack connected to a cable connected to the Switch, then this might be a nice thing for you. And at the $30 price point, it's definitely an easy purchase. The one reservation I have for this, along with it just kind of looking wobbly and, and weird, is that there's not much of a mention of how much battery life that you're getting on the YouTube description of the battery pack, nor the product page on Nyko. So, probably not getting much? I don't know. There's a bunch of different external batteries that you can purchase for the Switch. Uh, I've used the Anker one. I'll at some point talk about that and show you my Switch accessories that I recommend. Uh, but there's, there's a wide market for those. Do a little bit of research, check a review. I don't know if this is the one for you, but it's kind of cool in that it, you can just put it in there. It's very small and you can even dock it in this, the Nintendo branded Switch dock and it will charge the system and display at the same time. The next Nyko product is a replacement for the Nintendo branded Switch dock. It's a more portable one, so it's very thin and easy to travel with. It'll fit in most Switch case accessory bags. And the way that it works is just the same as the Nintendo dock, except it's less toaster shaped and just, it's a flat thing with the, with the Switch kind of leaning on top of it. I don't like the way that it leans back. It's aesthetically pleasing, but it makes me worry about that little port in there. I've just seen too many of those products like iPhones and stuff with the tiny little ports and the port gets damaged, then you have to buy a whole new thing. And that would, that would really suck. So I don't know if that's the case. It did look a little bit wobbly from the video that I was watching, but you know, you can make your own conclusion from that. One thing that's worth noting is that it is $40 cheaper than the Nintendo brand solution. So if you're looking for something a little cheaper to travel with, this 
might be your best bet. I just make sure there's a return policy so if it sucks, you can bring it back. The last little ironic piece of the dock is that it doesn't work with the battery pack, the, the way that you can put the battery pack in the bottom of the Switch and then dock the whole thing and then Tinder Brain to dock, it doesn't work with their own stuff, which is weird. I don't know the technical background of that or why, but just a weird observation of that. That'll do it for today's episode of Nintendo Nightly. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'd appreciate your feedback or any conversation that we can have in the comments section about the episode that we had today or anything like that. And you can also write into the show if you're listening to the podcast version, either through the SoundCloud comment section or by leaving a review on iTunes or uh, going to thebentoblock.com to leave a, leave a note there. But you also have other content that you can check out on the Bento Block. I guess that's good to mention that uh, this project is a part of the Bento Block, a larger channel network sort of thing I'm starting. So if you're interested in all that, check out thebentoblock.com. I'd really appreciate it. And I'll see you tomorrow with some more Nintendo goodness.